strap on the boots and scrape up the knuckles. Oh, what a hit! He got jacked. This is the Big Red Ring. Presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Murray's going to score. Touchdown. End zone for Fitz. Goes up and makes the game-winning catch. Larry Legend does it again. The Rage is brought to you by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. The Red Sea is rising up! Temperature rising, vision blurring, rage taking over. Here's Paul Calvisi. Get the popcorn ready. It's going to be a show. And Ron Wolfley. It doesn't get any better than that. Unleash the fury! 16 games and one day away from completing 2020. And we still do not have an answer. Arizona Cardinals, who are you? What is your identity? What is your legacy here in 2020? Well, guess what, Ron Wolfley? On Sunday, it's envelope, please. We finally get an answer. Do we not? We'll get an answer on Sunday, four quarters in L.A. against the Rams. We will find out, okay, is it next week and the postseason, or is it simply next season and you miss the playoffs. There's no doubt about it, Paulie. Not only is it winner-take-all for the Arizona Cardinals, you're in if you win, but uh, we also get that long-awaited definition and answer to a question that has pretty much eluded us all year long. What exactly is the Arizona Cardinals' identity, right? Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Paulie. Uh, I look at this team, and every team does have a personality, and this team is dangerous. That's what they are. They are dangerous, I think, not only to their opponents because of the talent they have on their team, but they're oftentimes dangerous to themselves because of their talent that they have on their team. And sometimes they go out there and they do not play their best football. Paul, this is a team that is in transition. The Arizona Cardinals right now, they're not a finished product, and they're not a finished product because they've got a lot of guys that they're developing right now and none more important than Kyler Murray he's still developing right now this is up and down it's been up and down all season how many times have you heard me talking about this Polly and I really do believe that the Arizona Cardinals took some great strides against the New York Giants on the road in particular they didn't play very well it wasn't like they played this great game against the Giants but they went out and they handled business so to speak went out there and took care of business and did what they had to do. Came home against the Eagles, of course. Very good defenses. The Giants and the Eagles played them at home. And you know what? Um, We're fortunate to win the game. Now, they scored 33 points in that game, but they should have had, what, 40, 47 points in that game? Somewhere in that vicinity. This is a team that has played up and down. A team that is looking for its own standard. And it's got to find that standard. They haven't found it all season long. And I doubt this game is going to decide if there's a standard that's been formulated. Ron Wolfley, did you ever take a class, pass, fail, 
Actually, at, at West Virginia, did you, did you really take your own class as a scholarship football player? <laughs> no, Don't answer that. Don't answer Paul, that. Paul, you know, stop jumping fences at Berkeley, Paul. <laughs> when when you take a class pass fail, uh, it doesn't really matter. Maybe some of the grades or the marks along the way. It just comes down ultimately putting yourself in a position to pass the final exam and move on. <laughs> to me, the Arizona Cardinals have treated the regular season as pass fail. They do enough right. to keep up. You know what? Oh boy. They're, okay. I, we yeah. We stubbed out. You know what? I missed that assignment, or I screwed up that. Whatever. You know what? As long as we get to the very end, and I got a chance to pass this final exam and move on to the next class or the next semester, I'm good. And Let's hope, Paul. They're not trying to establish that as their standard. No. I'm not saying. Right? I'm not saying that's exactly. the standard you aspire to. I'm just correct. Saying, to me, that's the personality of this team so far. Yes. Yes, and, I agree. And when the urgency has been needed, absolutely needed and required, we have seen this team react, and we've seen this team react after losses. So I'm hoping those two forces converge and you get the game you're looking for on Sunday, Week 17, at the Rams, just getting started. Domata Pecco is our special guest in this episode of the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Three receivers to the right, one to the left, Kyler. Looking now to the left side, and it is incomplete. It hits the turf in front of DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray hit as he threw, and he's still on his back with a couple of Cardinals offensive linemen tending to him. Here comes the team trainer as the Niners celebrating on their sideline. Yeah, there was insult to injury. Cardinals ended up with a loss. That was pretty much the end of the game. And Kyler, well, he went to the bench, uh, and he had a bunch of trainers and doctors in tow. Good news was he walked off the field under his own power, didn't seem to be hobbling too much. We saw him on the practice field today, and he declared himself uh, ready to go. We'll hear that momentarily. It is the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford, Paul Calvisi, Ron Wolfley. Speaking of the injury report, Wolf, are you tracking to be back this weekend? You and Dave Pash, from what I understand, uh, so far it's a thumbs up, right? Yeah, Paulie, no doubt about it. I am ready to go. And, boy, it was so weird just not being there, right? Not being there, not calling the game last week, especially with all the implications that were out there. And then, of course, David, uh, he's looking like there's a really good chance that he's going to be there as well, Paulie. So, yeah, hopefully the band will be back together and broadcasting a winning game. Nice. And I'll head out to the new $5 billion stadium. We'll see how that is. I'll give you guys my review of SoFi Stadium against the Rams. And once again, Cardinals win. They are in. They had their chances against the Niners. Uh, the first half, it was 7-6 Niners. But, I mean, think about that game. Christian Kirk had a chance at a touchdown catch in the end zone just a little bit beyond his reach. Dan Arnold had a chance at a 45-yard chunk throw catch. It was in and out of his hands, a catch he makes all the time. D-hop in the end zone couldn't connect with Kyler. So, look, uh, they got to obviously improve what we saw in that game but the stakes are very much the same this time around Mm -hmm. and once again let's just get back to Kyler Murray here and here he is today uh, as he was asked definitively directly are you going I mean there really is no uh you know holding back uh we lose I'll be home chilling so I mean my leg you know I'm fine go tweet out that I'm gonna play yeah I'll I'll be playing all right so there you go I love that answer Paulie I mean, I love that answer. You know, here we go once again. 
you got Kyler Murray. What was the rap, Polly, uh, against Kyler Murray coming out of college? Do you know what it was, Paul? I mean, as you were standing down there on the sideline, did you get any reports, Paul, on the sideline about uh, Kyler Murray and the fact that he was only 5'10", Paul? And there were a lot of people that didn't believe he was 5'10". A lot of people thought he was too small to actually play in the National Football League, right, Paul? And sure. would he be able to play in every game? Isn't that correct, Paul? You even got those sideline reports, Paulie, down on the sideline. And now, all of a sudden, he's played in what will be his 32nd game. Um, Kyler Murray just continues to line up and play, and that's a good sign for the Cardinals going forward. Yeah. Jared Goff is going to miss his first game as Rams quarterback in his NFL career. And here's a guy who's taken a lot of hits, especially early in his career, behind a really porous uh, Rams offensive line. He took a lot of hits in college as well. So you never know about a guy's durability per se. And so you have a Rams team that, much like the Niners last week, has a backup quarterback out there. They're going to... They're going to have their third string running back, just like the 49ers did in Jeff Wilson. And we saw what happened. 183 yards rushing for Jeff Wilson, 227 for a Niners team that averaged 7.6 yards a carry. So, Wolf, here's Cliff Kingsbury on what needs to happen to ramp up the compete level against a Rams team that you've lost seven straight to. We have to figure out how we get better in a hurry and, and how we improve what we did on Saturday. Um, and that's on me to, to figure out how to make those changes and, and get it rolling in the right direction in a hurry. And so that's been my, my focus. I, I know that we have to come a long way in a short time to be able to compete with the Rams this week. How much of this is the energy and the intensity and how much of it was game plan to your thinking, Wolf? Yeah, Polly, you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know how to parse what it was that I actually saw. I mean, I do know this, Polly. I think this is a game, this game coming up here, this game is going to determine if the Arizona Cardinals have a successful season or not. I, yep. I really feel it's coming down to that. You agree with that, Polly? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, to yeah, I, I mean, what? I don't know how you can parse it any other way. Huh? Eight and eight is typically a solid mark for a team that's making its way from a five eleven and one season, but after watching the talent on this team play up and down all year long, I think they have to finish with a winning record. I think the win is so critical going into this game. Nine and seven, guess what? That happens to be enough to get you into the playoffs, and they've put themselves into this position right now, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that Jared Goff and Cooper Cup are not playing. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Paul. I really do not, because we have seen this team, and we saw Saw him against the 49ers, a team that was just, to say decimated, I think that is an overstated word. It's an overrated word, decimated by injury. They were destroyed by injury, the San Francisco 49ers. They were not on their second team quarterback. They were on their third team quarterback. And for whatever reason, the Cardinals went out there and did not play well and did not win that game, and that's on everybody, and every player has got to wear that, Paul, and come out and make sure. Listen, you can't do it collectively. You can't. It's got to come down to every man that is in that locker room, Paulie, saying, I'm going to go out there and lay it on the line, and it should be that way in September. It should be that way every play in September, but right now, with the stakes being what they are, This is, man, I'll tell you what, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I expect the Cardinals to come out and play well at SoFi. 
If memory serves, Ron Wolfley, you were a team captain during your 10 years, eight of your 10 years. Is that accurate? Correct. Well, our special guest up next spent eight straight years as a team captain with the Cincinnati Bengals, four years with Vance Joseph. It's how he ended up with the Cardinals. Domata Pecco, defensive lineman, is next on the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Hand off to Brown. Nowhere to go as he tries to run left. Pecco is in there for the Cardinals. Second down to nine. What a nice job right there. Stuffed at the point of attack. Tracked down at about the 34-yard line by Pecco. Run play straight ahead, and Akers is stacked up. Cardinals doing a good job at the point of attack. I don't know who's at the bottom of that pile. I saw a lot of hair, David. It was Pecco. <laughs> it was a lot of hair I saw at the bottom of that pile, I man. can't see numbers. I can see hair. That's about it. Pecco. Just saying, you know what? Run it at me. Hair flying. Got the double chop going down there. <laughs> Got hanging. You got to love it. I'm definitely living vicariously through the hair. There's no doubt about that. I mean, come on now. <laughs> By the way. The music here is titled, our Jim Omohundro selected a cut of music as the music bed. It's titled Seven Blocks of Granite. You know what? I like that. I like that. When you're going against the Rams, you know what? You want your front seven to be seven blocks of granite. You know, now not in terms of mobility. I'm just turning in terms of boom, no one's going through you. You know what I mean? <laughs> as we say, welcome back in to the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Made his debut. He did against New England, on the road at Foxborough. In the last game against the Rams, he had seven tackles. Ron Wolfley, is that good for a defensive lineman? Seven tackles, three solo? That is, Paul, I'm telling you right now, that'll send you to the Hall of Fame if you did that every game. <laughs> Say good evening and welcome to the Big Red Rage, dude. Domata Pecco. Domata, how you doing? Hey, guys. How you doing, Ron? How you doing, Paul? Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, doing appreciate so good, buddy. Man, we really, really appreciate you joining us, Domata. Hey, can I just ask you something right off the top here? Do you know Falonico Noga? Do you know the Nogas? Yeah, I do, actually. Yep, I uh, I met them in Samoa, actually, in uh, American Samoa, where I, I spent most of my childhood. I, uh, I'm actually from the same village as uh, as Nico Nonga. Nico Nonga. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got to tell you, because I actually played with him. I played with him a long, long time ago. He was my brother. He taught me everything I knew about special teams. I kid you not. He was just awesome, man. That's awesome, man. That's cool. That's good to hear, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. Really good dude back home in Samoa. So how did you go from American Samoa to and end up in East Lansing at Michigan State where you were a fourth-round pick? Fill in the gap there. and How exactly did that happen, Domata? Yeah, man, I, uh, uh, coming out of uh, Samoa High School in, uh, in Samoa, American Samoa, I went to junior college first. I went to this little junior college uh, in Cali. It's called College of the Canyon. Uh, a guy by the name of Coach Kreiner recruited me. And then from there, that's how I went to Michigan State. My older brother, uh, Tupe Peco, he went to Michigan State before me. He played in the league for like five years as well. So I was just trying to follow in his footsteps and follow his lead. And that's how I ended up at East Lansing. Well, I got to tell you, you have played. 
played so long in this league and been such a fine player defensively. And I had the opportunity to walk by you the day that you actually signed. And I walked by you at the facility. You had no idea who I was. And I just said, hey, how you doing? I recognized you. And I said, hey, how you doing? And I didn't introduce myself because, you know, you can't shake hands anymore, right? Uh You better be wearing a mask and all of that. But you gave me the biggest smile, Domita. I got to tell you, you seem like such an affable guy, such a nice guy, yet I watch you play and not so much. (laughs) What Uh, happens to you when you get on that field, brother? Oh, man, I just, uh, yeah, man, just everyday life, you know, like without the helmet on and stuff, I'm a pretty chill dude, you know, pretty uh, easygoing. And that's the, I just feel like that's the, the island way, you know what I mean? Growing up in the island, I'm pretty laid back, you know what I mean? But once I, uh, once I strap the helmet on, man, I know it's all business. And I just, you know, I, I love, I just, it's a different, you know, I feel like I'm a different person when I put the helmet on, you know what I mean? I'm just out there trying to grind blocks, trying to hit people, and uh, just trying to do my job. And that's the, one of the big things I like to do is just go out there and do my job, you know what I mean? Domita, are you telling me that it's actually fun to tap into that primal side? <laughs> are you telling me it's actually yeah. fun to be able to do that? Because I yeah, could not man, agree cool. with you anymore, brother. Yeah, it's really cool, man. And also another another player that I that I uh, that I know that's a Hall of Famer is uh, is Troy Palomalu, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. Played for the Steelers. I know everyone knows about him. He's kind of the oh, same yeah. way, man. Off the field, he's really chi- really chill and uh, really gentle. You know what I mean? And uh, and really uh, easy going. But once that dude puts his helmet on, man, he's he's, he's an animal as well. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's uh, you know I think what? it's something about putting the helmet on and just playing. You know what I mean? Palomalu is gonna come up here in this show. We're gonna save that. That's coming up. We got that in the cleanup oh, slot in this in this lineup here. Just to let you know a little bit later. Uh, what was your childhood like growing up in Pongo Pongo? Correct. Yeah, Pongo Pongo, American Samoa. Yeah, it was, uh, it was good, man. Uh, I was actually born though in L.A. I was born in Whittier, in Whittier, California. And then uh, when I was in fifth grade, my my dad he's a he's a pastor. He passed away though. He uh, he moved me and my family to American Samoa to start a church. That's how I ended up in American Samoa. So from fifth grade on through high school, I graduated in high school out there. I was in Samoa, but yeah, it was a really easy going life out there. Everyone out there uh, in, in, the, in the islands, man, we're big on faith. You know what I mean? We have a lot of faith in God. Yes. And then we're also big on just, we're hard workers out there. We live off the land. We, you know, we live off the crops that we grow. And uh, we're always, uh, you know what I mean, always working out there on the land, you know what I mean? So that's what I think uh, uh, makes a lot of politicians hard workers. And, uh, you know what I mean, it's just, and then also we like to play rugby. We like to play, uh, uh, like, those physical sports like that without shoulder pads, you know what I mean? So I think that really makes us good at football. Once we have these pads on, we're like, wow, this was pretty cool to have the pads on instead of playing rugby without pads, you know what I mean? So it's really, really cool. (laughs) Domita, I have to tell you that, once again, Falonico Noga took me under his wing when I came in as a rookie in 1985. He taught me everything. He was like my big brother. He literally roasted a pig for me my first year when I went out in 1986. I went to the Pro Bowl, right? And Vaisikahima as well. Vaisikahima was from Tonga. He actually went with me, and Nico Noga took a pig and stuck it into the beach, into the ground, and roasted a pig for I said, oh, bro, I got to tell you, I wanted to be Polynesian for the longest time. I went ahead and braided my hair. Nico used to braid it. <laughs> That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I kid you not, right? When did you start playing, though? When did you start playing football, Domita? 
Yeah, man, I really uh, started playing competitively in, in uh, my senior year in uh, in high school in, in, in Samoana. I didn't play much in my freshman, junior, uh, sophomore, and junior year. I was just focusing on uh, on my on my dad and his church. You know what I mean? On the church and just uh, trying to help right. out with that. But I, uh, my senior year, man, I was just watching practice one day, and uh, I just went out there and asked the coach if I could try out. And I just uh, once I hit the field, man, I felt like it felt natural out there. I felt like I had a, a talent that God, you know, a God-given talent to play the game, and I just fell in love with it. I'm guessing the coach took one look at you and your size said, absolutely, son, here's a helmet. You can try out immediately, right? Yeah, man. Uh, it's pretty crazy because I, I, I wasn't even that big, though. In high school, I was, pretty, I was just uh, pretty, pretty tall and skinny and slim. But once I got to, uh, once I got to state, man, I, that's when I started bulking up and got really big. I, was, I think in high school, I was only like two, 225, uh, pretty skinny dude. So how long do you want to play? I mean, how long do you want to play? And you've had such a successful career already. It's, it's stunning to me. How many more years do you um, want to play, Domita? Like for me, man, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm still chasing after a ring, brother. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, yep. you know, I played play for such a long time. I want to get a ring, man. I've been to the playoffs several times. And uh, but right now I'm just hungry for hungry for a ring. I need that trophy. I need to wear that ring. So that's what that's what I'm hungry for. But as as far as like numbers and stuff to play, uh, I'm just taking it one year at a time. And uh, every at the end of every season, I just uh, see how my body feels. You know what I mean? And I always ask yeah. my wife and my and my three kids. You know what I mean? How they feel if I play another season? And uh, you know what I mean? I just keep on uh, keep playing. It's funny because after 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 games, a lot of the other teams will come up to me and different players and be like, "Man, dude." It's so good to see you still playing and just and give me a lot of love and and some guys are like man the league the league can't get rid of you I'm like, well, they keep calling you back I said yeah man they keep calling me so I'm gonna you know what I mean I'm gonna keep answering the call. Well, I'm with your fifteenth year, you know, and so look the young guys, uh, you know, the, when you're young in your first few years and thinking okay I'm gonna have a shot at the playoffs every year. No, that's not the way it works in the NFL. Even though half the playoff spots are still up for grabs right here in the final week, the first time that's happened right. in more than 25 seasons but you know for guys like Larry in his 17th year for Domaton his 15th year Wolf you know the young guys they need to come forward here on Sunday and get these guys into the postseason if nothing else there's just an added layer of motivation so we'll get into that and we're gonna go and uh, Wolf will reference what uh, Domaton brought up about Troy Palomalo and there's a famous Ooh. encounter between the two of them you can find for yourself on YouTube we will hear that encounter next it is the big red rage presented by santan ford and gilbert we are santan ford well you got to watch this collision right here domata pekka watch him right there oh my goodness on troy polamalu let's take a look at it real speed Oh, I mean, Domatown, oh my God. <laughs> That's big time. You know it's full contact football, and it's a big hit. Big, big hit when the announcers say, no, 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 let's see it in real speed. Let's see it in real time. That's when you know it's a big time collision. That's about 2010 or so, Monday Night Football. Our guest here on the Big Red Rage, it's all about you, Domatown, Pecco, and Santan Ford and Gilbert. So, Domatown, you tell us. How much response to that hit on Monday Night Football have you received in your life? How many people have brought that up when they see you or meet you? 
Yeah, man, that was a crazy play. Yeah, so many people, especially since we're both from the island, you know what I mean, and we're both uh, Samoan. It's, uh, it's a lot of people talk about it all the time, but uh, it's really crazy because Troy's actually my good friend, you know what I mean? So after the play, I, I told him, like, when he was on the ground, I, said, I told him, sorry, brother. You know what I mean? I told him, sorry, Uso. And, uh, but uh, I just continued well, to celebrate because we scored, so. He, he did say later to the media, he said, no, the only thing that's hurt right now on me is my pride. He said, but I do feel a little better because it's a fellow Samoan who trucked me yeah. in the goal line. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's a, good, he's a really good dude, one of the best ever to do it, you know what I mean? And uh, the reason uh, I was going so so hard on that one, I thought it was going to be like James Harrison in that hole. Or I thought it was going to be like Larry Foote, you know what I mean, or someone bigger. You know what I mean? I didn't know it was going to be Troy, but uh, it just happened to be him that day. So, Domita, that's what I did for 10 years. I was a wedge buster, and I was a fullback, and I usually got oh, all man. the assignments nobody else wanted to do, right? Goal <laughs> line, short yardage and goal line, and get in the I formation and run through the B gap 100 miles an hour, and yep. here comes a Mike linebacker running 100 miles an hour the other way. You know all about that right there. So I'll yep. ask you this, my friend. Can you still do that? <laughs> Could you still line up as a fullback and do it? I would love to, man. You know what I mean? It's, the co- it's whatever the coaches want me to do, you know. So if, if they want to bring that play out, you know what I mean? Let's do it, man. I love I love to do that stuff. And it's fun, man, because uh, in Samoa, that's what I was playing. I was playing uh, in American Samoa. I was playing offense. I wasn't even playing defense. I was playing fullback and tight end. And wow. <laughs> crazy. Wow. So, I mean, there was a lot of hair flying around in that hit against Paul Mo- That had nothing to do with, with you trying to get in on his shampoo commercial or anything, was it? I mean, you, you weren't taking any, any animosity out in there at all. No, nah, man. We were just trying to get in the end zone so we can get the dub. So I just want to be sure on this. If, if in fact, Cliff Kingsbury walked up to you and said, Domita, we really need you to line up on, on a goal line situation, short yarded situation as a fullback and ISO the Mike linebacker, you'd be up for that. Yeah, man, I, love, I would love to do that. That's a, I feel like that's a, something that, you know, is another talent that God gave me, and I'd love to go out and, and, and use it some more. I'm guessing, oh, though. Oh, my goodness. I'm guessing Lecky Foto would say, no, no, coach, have you seen my rugby film? And Lecky would oh, try yeah. and get in on that action. That, that's my guess at, on that put one. Him at tailback. Put him a tailback, and I'll be that's the right. fullback. That's right. You guys could be in I formation. That'd be good. <laughs> hey, what has it been like showing up midseason, Domata? I mean, to me, I'm like, man, somebody shows up midseason, you got to try and learn the defense and the scheme, and then, boom, all of a sudden you're out there against the Patriots. What sort of challenge is that? Yeah, man, it's a, it's 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 a it's a cool challenge, you know what I mean. But I feel like uh, for me, you know, being like a 15 year guy, and then you know last year doing it with the Ravens as well, uh, and then uh, you know what I mean. It's uh, it's I feel like it's it's like riding a bike, you know what I mean. Once you get out there, you just it's like muscle memory as well. You just get back in those positions. But uh, I uh, during this during this time off, man, I'm uh, I'm grinding, you know what I mean. I'm I'm uh, I'm working at home. I have a sled in my backyard my own personal sled that I hit, you know, daily. And then I have, uh, I just run through individual drills, uh, you know what I mean, uh, at home um, weekly, you know what I mean, and, and try to stay in shape that way. But like I said, man, when you're a veteran and you're a pro, you know what I mean, you come right in and you learn the plays and, and, and you do it. But thank God for Coach Vance. Uh, I've been in the system, so I know the defense. I had two years with him in, uh, in Denver, so that really helped out as well, you know what I mean. So you feel like you've got a really good handle on this defense and what it is you guys are doing. 
Yeah, man, I, I feel like uh, I did it uh, with, with Vance a, a couple years back, and it's a lot right. of the same same things a lot of, and uh, all the same terminology. So, yeah, man, I feel really comfortable in it, and uh, it's, 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 been, it's been good, man, stepping right in and jumping right in and, and, uh, and grinding, grinding some plays out for, for the team and, and doing my job and trying to help us win. Well, so, Domitov, if you don't mind me asking this, what happened last week against the 49ers? What happened in terms of not being able to stop the run by your estimation? Yeah, man, it was a, there was a whole bunch of stuff that went on in that game. It was a super sloppy game as far as technique, you know what I mean, as far as myself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I, could, I, wanna, you know, I would love to critique myself first you know, before I say anything about anybody else. But, you know, some, there were some technique errors in there, but – but uh, also just some misfits, man. Some there was some some times where guys were over pursuing the ball and thinking it was the outside zone, but it was actually coming more downhill. And then uh, you know what I mean. So it's just things like that. But I feel like those are things that we clean we can clean up and we can uh, we can get better at. And and we already started this week with uh, with today's practice. You know what I mean. We had a lot of time in our run fits, making sure that we're on top of our everyone's on top of their gaps and uh, and just. If everyone has gap integrity, man, we could be a tough, tough defense. And I think we proved that the, the two weeks prior to this. But uh, I think last week was just a, a sloppy game, a little misstep we had. But uh, I know that this week we're going to be ready. And uh, we're really familiar with the, Ram, with the Rams and what they bring. And we, we can't wait to go out there and, uh, and, and prove everybody wrong, that we're, that we're a good defense and that we can stop the run and, and compete at a high level. Well, speaking of, here's your head coach talking about how critical that is this week. Yeah, that's first and foremost. That's they build everything off that that run game, and Sean does a tremendous job with his play action stuff, his screen game off of it. And so we have to try and stop the run and, and try to make him one dimensional. Is is Sean McVay similar to Kyle Shanahan in any way that he's really trying to mess with your eyes? That front seven and the misdirection, and everything he does. Are there similarities, or is it is it much different? Uh, I think they I think they have a lot of similarities with how they use their wide receivers to to motion across and they, they use their wide receivers to, to lead block as, as, as kind of like fullbacks, you know what I mean? Um, mm. Since they don't have a, a fullback on some of the formations, they use their, their, their wide receivers to lead block. And uh, it does cause them, uh, cause your eyes to, to, to peak in, uh, in places where the ball isn't, you know what I mean? But I think if everyone reads their keys this week and, and, uh, and, and does their job man, and has really good gap integrity, we're going to be all right. But it, it all starts up front, man, with us up front and uh, attacking the line of scrimmage and, and moving the line of scrimmage backwards. And if we win the line of scrimmage, we're going to win this game. You know, Domit, I couldn't agree with you anymore right there, what you just said about the line of scrimmage. This game, it's amazing. The more it changes, the more it stays the same. It's still about the line of scrimmage. Yes, they're running the ball differently nowadays than back when I played, of course, in 1985, 1990, 95. They're running the ball a lot differently. But I I will say it's still about the line of scrimmage right now. And how much do you talk about that? I mean, is that something that you talk in the defensive room how much do you guys communicate on that, that we have got to shut the run down, we have got to be stout inside yep. of the box? Is this something you guys just assume you all know, or is it something uh, you guys actually talk about? Uh, especially especially after last week, man. It's, it's really We've really been talking about it a lot, especially after last week's debacle, you know what I mean, and what happened yeah. uh, to us last week. So uh, we've been talking about it a lot, but uh, – not only talking about it, we've been working at it, man, and uh, going out there and putting it into action at uh, at practice because 
that's that's why I believe the game is won. It's won, you know what I mean, Monday through Saturday, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. at those, those hard days, at, at uh, those Wednesday practice, uh, when nine on seven day, you know what I mean, the inside run days. That's where yep. that's where all that is won. But, yeah, man, we've been talking about it. And uh, the cool thing about it, man, is we still have a chance. You know, after, after last week's loss, everyone kind of felt bad. But uh, then you saw uh, Seattle, what they did to the Rams. And they kind of gave us a little bit of a blueprint of what we need to do to them. You know what I mean? So we're we're uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna try to follow that blue that blueprint and attack the line of scrimmage, knock them back, and uh, and get after them. Yep, it's a playoff play-in weekend. It's basically the playoff game before the playoffs because you know what? You win, right. you advance, you continue. Yep. If you don't, your season comes to an end. So we'll get into. One more segment here with Domita Pecco and exactly what they're going to be seeing at quarterback because it's not going to be Jared Goff and it's going to be a different challenge, Wolf, as you know, as the backup. uh, He's a mobile guy who's apt to run with the football. So what does that mean exactly? And what else about that game? If you remember when they lost to the Rams, the Cardinals in week 13, uh, what did Cliff Kingsbury tell us? They were angry that next week at practice. Cardinals have responded from losses before. So we'll see about this week and going into week 17 as we continue with Cardinals defensive lineman Domita Pecco on the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Play action pass, setting up. Everybody covers, so Flacco's going to try to run and he gets back to the line of scrimmage before he's brought down by Rashard Lawrence, the fourth-round draft pick out of LSU. Back to pass goes Hurts. Steps up, Gardex got him again, and then Fosu comes in and finishes him off at the 22-yard line. Another sack, a loss of about eight. How about the barbarian Dennis Garda coming around the edge, getting the edge, getting a piece of Jalen Hurts and allowing Lecky Fosu to finish him off. I like uh, both Fosu and Lawrence have made plays. We've called their names a bunch. Two fourth-round rookies on that defensive line for the Arizona Cardinals. We have the veteran Domita Pecco here on the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. And Domita, let's just get right to it. Look, they dealt with some injuries earlier in the year, but they're back, and they're making a difference and evolving as players, aren't they, those two rookies? Oh, yeah, man. They're doing great. You know what I mean? Especially as young guys without without any training, uh, without any uh, preseason, man, it's – that's tough to just go straight from training camp into the fire, you know what I mean, as a rookie. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really excited for, uh, for for this franchise and these two guys, uh, these two young uh, D tackles, that are they're going to help them out for sure. You know, as you look at him with all of your experience and all of your knowledge in regard to playing on the defensive line, when you look at Lucky Foto, what technique do you see him playing the most? Where do you think he's really going to take off? The one technique over the center, the three technique over the guard, five technique over the tackle. Where do you think he's really going to flourish in this league? I think uh, I think Lucky could play off. All three, you know what I mean. I think he can flourish at all three, but uh, I think I think either the three or the nose, man, is where I can see him really doing great. And um, but uh, the, the cool thing about Lecky, man, he's built. He can he can play all all three of those positions. He can dominate the five, and he can scoot into the three, and, and he can be just as good at the nose, man. So there's a bright future for Lecky, man. He he has all the tools. He's huge, you know. He's a big dude. He's strong, and uh, he's quick as heck, and. Uh, uh, he's only scratching the surface. Him and him and Rashard, they're both uh, both very very good players. 
Is he in your back pocket? I mean, lucky foe, too. <laughs> is he like, hey, Domita, you know, hey, come over here and talk to me about how I can have a 15-year career. <laughs> is he in your back pocket? Yeah, man, me and Lucky be hanging out. Uh, and he's also he's also Polynesian as well. You know, he's from Tonga. And uh, it's always good to have a fellow Polynesian on the team. So once I found out that he was on the team, man, it was, it was, um, we just clicked right away. You know, we started talking a lot. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, man, it seems like the, the the group, the D-line group, is a, it's a young group, you know what I mean? There's a couple veterans in there, but it's a very young group, including Zach Allen as well. And, uh, yeah, man, they've been uh, asking me a lot of questions, and uh, I've just been uh, trying to pour, pour knowledge and uh, taking them under my wing and, and, and telling them little secrets here and there of, uh, of uh, how to do your job a little bit better and how to how to uh, play blocks better and, and, and different things like that, man. It's been awesome. Does Lecky still play without gloves? Because uh, Jordan Phillips, uh, yeah. Jordan Phillips said that's crazy. Why? I'll ask the dumb guy question. <laughs> what I do best, I'll ask the dumb guy question. Why is that crazy for a D lineman to play minus the gloves? Uh, for me, me, I'm, uh, I don't know, man. I I, I think uh, if you if you feel like you have a good grip with with your hands, man, and uh, and you have big enough hands to to to, to not wear gloves, then go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? But uh, I think Lecky takes his gloves like, uh, you know, like wide receivers take their, their gloves, their fingers. I think he takes his fingers, I mean, uh, to, to kind of help out with the grip on game gotcha. day. Um, gotcha. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I know, uh, I don't know if Lecky's played in uh, in a really cold, cold game yet. I know he might throw some gloves on when it gets real cold because uh, <laughs> right, so- uh, it gets pretty cold sometimes. All right, Domitaw Pecco is our guest here on the Big Red Rage. You're going against an unknown at quarterback in the NFL, a guy who's never thrown an NFL pass, and John Wolford, the former Arizona Hotshots quarterback in the AAF. And here's Marcus Golden this week and what he's seen from the Rams' backup. Got to see a little bit of tape, not too much. Uh, Walford, hard working, got a good story of, of working his way to the NFL, and uh, he can he can run a little bit, got a little juice, uh, can throw the ball. So he's a good player, he's a good good quarterback, and uh, like I said, you got to know your job this week and know what we're gonna do each play and get out there and compete and do whatever we got to do to to stop him. He's very different in a lot of ways than Jared Goff, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, I know he's a shorter as well than Goff. You know what I mean? He's shorter, and uh, I know he runs. Watching film, he uh, he runs around a little bit. You know what I mean. If he doesn't get his first or second read, he can he can take off. So we definitely gotta gotta you know have gap integrity in our in our pass rush uh, this week. But uh, I feel like the the quarterbacks we just played, um, you know, and Jalen Hurts, uh, you know what I mean, not too long ago, and then uh, mm-hmm. uh, Russell Russell Wilson, every uh, you know what I mean, uh, is in the division, so. That kind of fits, uh, you know, it fits, fits this game. So I think we'll be ready for him. I know we'll be ready for him. And uh, but yeah, it's kind of kind of different when you when you don't have film on somebody. You got to watch some preseason tape on them. And, see, and uh, but these bullets are going to be flying fast. So uh, anytime you, you play a young quarterback, you want to you want to get after him early, kind of kind of ring his bell early, get him get him rattled. So. As the offensive lines go that you've played against with the Cardinals so far this year, how does the Rams' offensive line, how does that rank, D'Amato? I feel like the Rams, they do a good job. Their offensive line, I have, a, I have respect for them. They do a good job as a unit, you know what I mean? Uh, but what, I feel like uh, if you individually, you know what I mean, take advantage of them, there's definitely some spots in there that we can we, we can win. But I feel like as a unit, they do a good job. Uh, so I'll tilt my hat to them on that. Uh, but man, we're definitely we're excited for the challenge. 
we've been uh, we're uh, we're licking our chops, man. We can't wait to go out there uh, this Sunday and, uh, and and take this thing to the playoffs, man. Take our teams to the playoffs. That's, that's all that's on our mind is go out there and get this win and uh, stop the run. You know what I mean? That's that's all we're thinking about. Stop the run. Get after this QB, this young QB, and uh, and do our job on defense. Give us a chance. Dude, I could I could talk to you forever, man. I kid you not, Domata. I could I could talk to you forever. And if you run into, I'm I'm getting pumped up myself, brother. I'm gonna strap it up already. (laughs) If you run into Falanico Noga, you tell him I love him, okay? Ron Wolfley, you tell him I love him. All right? I will, brother. Definitely, brother. Thank you, Domata. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it, Paul. Appreciate it, Ron. Thanks for having me. And uh, much love and God bless. And I can't wait to go get this done for us. Much love. Right back at you, buddy. I tell you what, I hope that's representative of the entire locker room. That enthusiasm, that mentality right there. Because you know what? If so, I think Cardinals fans might be in for a treat in L.A. How great would it be to beat L.A. and get into the postseason? We'll wrap up this edition of the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Next, we are Santan Ford. Trips left, shotgun snap, Murray quick throw to the left side, and it's caught at the goal line and into the end zone for the touchdown is DeAndre Hopkins. The Cardinals went for it on fourth and 12 at the Ram 40. They got it. Now they get into the end zone, and man, are they back in the game with four minutes to go in the third. DeAndre Hopkins, who lined up as the number three receiver, all he did is run the out. The ball was thrown on time. Touchdown. All he's done is catch 111 passes this season. That is a new Arizona Cardinals single-season record, team record by DeAndre Hopkins in that Week 13 game against the Rams. He had eight grabs for 52 yards and the touchdown right there. And, Wolf, when you think of this game, and it's always a game of matchups, man, do you think about DeAndre Hopkins against Jalen Ramsey, I would imagine. Yeah, Polly, there's no doubt. I think that is going to be the matchup right there, I think, individually. But when you come into this game, at least from the analytical perspective right now, the onus, I think, is really on the defense to win this game, Polly. It's a tall order for the Arizona Cardinals offense to go out there and put up 28 points, 30 points against this Rams defense. Paul, you watch them on tape. They are so good, Paulie. Yeah. The only thing better than the Rams on tape, on tape, I should say, is the Rams when you look at their numbers. Number one and number one in total yards per game allowed and total yards per player allowed, Paul. Mm-hmm. Number three and number three in rushing yards per game. In rush, number one and number one in pass yards. Think about those numbers, Paul. They are dominant. They are a dominant defense, and so much of that is because of their defensive line, of course, with Aaron Donald, Michael Brocker still being a wrecking ball in there. The Arizona Cardinals are going to have a hard time moving the ball and scoring points. The defense, on the other hand, has got to step up and take care of John Wolford, who, as you have pointed out, has not even thrown a pass in the NFL. In fact, here's the head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, on how they're preparing for this unknown at quarterback for the Rams. As best you can, some of that AFL tape, you know, he played at a high level there. Um, his college stuff, you know, he's a guy who can move around, makes plays with his feet. And so Sean will have him well coached and, and he'll be operating at a high level and we'll have to be ready for everything.
Rick Neuheisel was here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports, and his former head coach and CBS analyst, right, with the Arizona Hotshots, man, I mean, he was effusive in his praise of John Wolford, both the arm, mm-hmm. the legs, the acumen. Uh, the he, he, According to Rick Neuheisel, he sees the game in, quote, slow motion, which is hard to believe when a guy's making his NFL regular season debut and has never thrown an NFL regular season pass. You're Demona Pecco right there, right? Talking about you, you got to get to him and, and you got to rattle a young guy who's inexperienced and make th- everything seem really fast. So it's intriguing because what we've heard about him from those who know him and from his teammates and what they've seen of him on the practice field, because normally he's emulating the Kyler Murrays of the world sure. as the scout team quarterback. Very sure. intriguing to see what we actually find out on Sunday. I totally agree with that, Paulie. And understand this right now. The sworn enemy of every great defense is a quarterback that turns the ball over. Mm. Paulie, would you say that Jared Goff has had a problem protecting the ball from time to time this year? Yes. There's no doubt about it. He's been, at certain points of the season, a turnover machine. And that is the sworn enemy of any great defense. And the Rams have a great defense right now. John Wolford is not Jared Goff. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing for the Rams. It's going to force them to run the ball a lot more. Well, guess what? The 49er, that's exactly what they did. The Rams are going to try to run the ball, of course. And if Wolford goes out there and just protects the ball, Paul, hey, he's going to give his team a chance to win. It's addition by subtraction of the turnovers. I mean, think of what Jalen Hurts has done for the Eagles when they got, you know, Carson Wentz wasn't turning the ball over. Think yes. about Nick Nick Mullins last week, who had 22 turnovers in his last eight games. They put in C.J. Beathard. He protected the football. And yes. the Niners got the win. So that's a valid point. I love Domita Pecco and the fact that he has his own personal blocking sled in his backyard. I love that. <laughs> Jim Omohundro, thank Just you. Just wish you had his hair, Paul. Cody, the hair and the blocking sled. I should have asked Santa for the blocking sled. It's the Big Red Range presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Number one, Kyler You've been listening to the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Arizona Cardinals Football Club.